Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, well, let's come up with a different thing to say because we've decided that the the sparkling story that I just said is <laughs> something that we shouldn't air publicly. <laughs> he'll, he'll thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's so much we shouldn't say. I will t- I will say that parenting is a bitch. Okay, here we go. Tell me about Listen, it, Listen, okay. Yes, I've been watching a perfectly competent, extremely delightful 15-year-old for a week and a half, and mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody does anything with a person that they're in charge of. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a full-time job. I mean, like, I always understood, like, I'm always an advocate for, like, the, yeah, you know, single parents, especially moms, it's a full-time job being a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've like, said that before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. totally. Thank you. I didn't know. <laughs> it's so, you're just, oh, my God. Like, I felt like school was so long when I was in it. But then mm-hmm. I dropped this child off, and I'm like, well, pfft. I've got like 10 minutes before I got to go pick him up. <laughs> I, how am I supposed to get anything done? Oh, my God. I remember that feeling so well. Oh, my God. I mean, I, it's I, just used crazy. To, I used to get dressed, you know, to take you guys to school. And then, and then you know, gradually I just – I got like nicer pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Robes that could be construed as sweaters, you know, <laughs> and I would just – you know, sometimes there wasn't time for shoes, so just hope nothing happened that made me have to get out of the car barefoot in the snow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was um, – and then I would come back and sleep. It was like everything that you thought I, was going on at home when you were at school kind of was. Like I was watching TV <laughs> and eating snack food, <laughs> sleeping, you know, reading. I did – I wrote, you know, I don't know, 40-something books. Yeah. Yeah. But um but pretty much yeah, it's really excellent to not be in school. And to this day I'm grateful every single day. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I, I tell every aware. child, I don't know that children love hearing it, but I, every, every single one I encounter, I'm like, you know what? I'm still glad I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. I guess I think that that would be encouraging. Like, no, it's not yeah. your imagination. It, yeah. it does suck what's going on in your life and it will <laughs> until you graduate whatever top level you're going to graduate from. And, uh, and then things will get better. Unless you have a real job, I guess. I don't know. That's even worse, right? Ew. <laughs> Still grateful every day. I don't have a nine to five also. Oh, but well, I just, would. I don't understand like I, I, these like, especially LA parents, because I think that like, there's so much, every LA parent that I know is like always having to reschedule, move plans around. They're like, oh, well, I got to take my child to Malibu. It's like, I got to take my, I got to do this. I got to go run around here. Oh, this, my child has ballet or bowling practice or whatever the hell. And I'm just like, so, and so you just have to take them? Like, how dare you? Like, it's, it's crazy. The other night when I had a night off from parenting, it was so good to have a babysitter, (laughs) sent the kid to his best friend's house. And then he texts me in the middle of the night and is like, I don't have a key and I need to, I need to, I need the, I need to go by my house before I do the thing at the crack of dawn. And I was like, what the hell? And I wanted to be like, I wanted to like file a complaint and be like, I wanted to be like, no, actually, um, this is not fair. This is not fair work situation. Like, <laughs> like it's like a job that I'm allowed to be like, uh, no, that's unacceptable. But no, it's a, ch- a child who didn't think ahead. And I had to be, and so, I mean, it was crazy. It was and the how did the you night. handle that? I sent my brother to go drop the key <laughs> off for me. And I paid him 20 bucks. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. God, I could make a fortune just by living in LA. You should because I, the number of things I don't want to do. Sugarfish, the sushi place is right around the corner, and I just ordered. I just ordered it on Postmates. It's literally right there. <laughs> anyway, I'm just. I'm saying I don't know how people do it. How they and I said to the 15 year old, I'm like, does your parent like actually take you to all this stuff or like not really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? How? How? How do you do? anything else i have such respect and this kid is doing nothing wrong in fact the only thing he's doing is being driven about his passion for his extracurricular activity but i'm just like how do you do anything and have a child richie and i have lost interest Mm. in the idea yeah it has taken a week and a half of practical experience (laughs) kind of for me for one of us for us both to lose interest so you see why i um lost my mind because I had to 10 years apart. So no sooner were you just starting to be, yeah, no, you're just starting to be a little uh, self-sufficient. And then I had Jack. To be fair, that was your choice. But I, yeah, I mean. I know, I wanted to. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, you know, then then Jack had to go through all that learning stuff you did too, which was somehow a surprise <laughs> to me. And um, <laughs> like, what, I don't have two 10-year-olds yeah. now? It's wild. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I, I, it's, I, kudos to everybody who does it. Thanks. I am, I am. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this kind of reminds me of when I was in college and I, <laughs> this is a real Uh-oh. thing. <laughs> it, you mean you I really, really feel this I really said way. and felt and thought what I'm about to say. So I, I went, I was, Uh-oh. I was a dumb, you know, child. I was. 19 and I was a sophomore in college mm-hmm. and I took off on my bicycle from school. It was like a mile from camp. It's probably a lot less. Than <laughs> it was a, 
you remember that time I had to pick you up at Giant a block away? I had a heat car? stroke. Okay. <laughs> also, that also isn't a mile. No, it was a block. I think I I could almost see you from the back window. Like <laughs> I was so hot. I was but so I mean, hot. Could I see you? I might have been able yeah, to see you. Yeah, you would be able to see me if you if you stepped out okay. onto the sidewalk. But I was with the dog. I was hot. Okay. Anyway, okay. so this time I was in college uh-huh. and I was, and I took off on my little bicycle to go probably a mile f- to school. And it was raining. It was like freezing cold raining and it was like October on the East Coast. It was very it was very cold that day. And I was wearing a tank top under a three-quarter length sleeve cashmere cardigan with, with that doesn't close. And mm-hmm. then on top of it, because it was raining, I was wearing a rubber, like a plastic raincoat. Uh-huh. And that was what I thought was enough clothes. <laughs> so I left and I was like, oh my God, I'm so cold. And then I got there and I was like kind of wet and clammy from being in like a plastic bag, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get there and the my history class, my first class of the day was canceled and it was like a 45 minute class. And I was like, oh my God, well, I got to sit here for another hour then to wait to an hour and 20 minutes to wait for my astronomy class. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I, I sat there and I was shivering. The, the hall I was waiting in was so cold and we didn't have like phones to like, like scroll the same way we do. Like I had an iPhone, but it was like, I didn't like, it wasn't yeah. like that. You know, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, you just watch TikTok and like let your brain turn off. Like I had nothing with me. I was so bored and I was so cold. And I sat there trembling, shivering to death. And mm-hmm. then I get to my astronomy class and that was also canceled. <laughs> and I was like, wow. why didn't I was, yeah, which otherwise would have been the luckiest after, like luckiest morning ever. But instead, yeah. so then but I one get by back, one like that. Yeah. And sitting there for an hour and a half in between. I mean, oh my God. And it was the crackadon. I hated it. Well, it was like 930, but I, I, <laughs> to, I mean, not even the crack. It's early. <laughs> and then I got back on my bicycle and it got even colder. It was raining even harder. And I had no gloves on or anything like that. And I'm like biking home. And I remember distinctly thinking, this is what it was like to die in the Titanic. <laughs> I was like, I'm so cold. I'm so wet. This is what it was like. <laughs> I don't so, think you're right about that. I was soberly like, just like, <laughs> oh my God, those poor people. <laughs> oh my God. This is so awful. Those poor, poor people. <laughs> I got how, home, took a hot shower. The, and, yeah. <laughs> how long were you in the elements? Well, well, you have to understand. <laughs> Literally though, how long were you in the elements? Well, I was outside probably a six minute. You <laughs> <laughs> speak. You, you spent six minutes in the rain on a bicycle and thought, this is what it's like to die on the Titanic. It's it no really wonder did. that parenting is overwhelming you I right know, now. That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is just another situation where I've gotten like, not even a slice of the experience. <laughs> like, it's almost like I heard about the experience and I'm like, oh my God, it's too hard to even hear about. Oh. oh my god who raised you oh someone tired someone very very tired oh my god anyway yeah 
I guess I'll just um, play the theme song. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Rethink your life. <laughs> Nameless best friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm happy to be here. What's the uh, What's the movie we're doing today? Today's movie is a Scottish love scheme. <laughs> Lily travels to Scotland with her mother and reconnects with Logan, a childhood family friend. Unbeknownst to Lily and Logan, their meddling mothers have come up with a plan to set them up. Starring Countess Luanne Deliceps. <gasps> oh my God! Yeah, I didn't text that to you because I knew it was going to do this to you. Oh my God! Oh, what? <laughs> oh my God! You know, it wasn't really, right? No, okay. No, I was, <laughs> no, I believed you 100%. Yeah, your oh my gods went on too long. I thought you would just be going crazy trying to figure out who she reminded you of. Oh, that's exactly who she reminded me of. So much so that I completely believed you, but I didn't look anything up or anything like that. Oh my God, I would have completely believed that. She also looks (laughs) different every time I see her, so I completely buy it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so not starring Roni Legacy, Countess Luann, but No, that was actually Erica Durance and Jordan Young. Okay. Well, did you come up with a title for this one? Uh, Biddy's Scheme Better in Budapest. <laughs> I mean, for one thing, they didn't really do any scheming in this movie. But Not really, it, no. They made it seem like it was going to be like the whole plot, but it wasn't. They just No, they just, they were just lying about us. They were lying about a single thing. <laughs> and it had really nothing important. to do with the. Really yeah, it wasn't a scheme, though. It's not a, it's a, it's not a scheme. <laughs> It's not a scheme. It's lying about it's a illness. conversation. <laughs> it's like a really God. A Scottish conversation. Oh my God. Scottish yes. small talk. <laughs> what did you come up with? I came up with three, but they're all bad. Oh. Uh one of them is Dumb the Farewell, because it reminded me of the movie The Farewell, which was also about an older person who has an illness and there being mm-hmm. a huge lie covering it up. But it, that, in that case, the person who has the illness is the person who doesn't know. In this, oh. it's just, yeah, which mm. is, it's fascinating. And apparently it's like a tradition in their culture to not, to not tell the older people that they're dying. It's crazy. Anyway, um, I Oof. also came up with stuck in the metal with you. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, well, pretty clever. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then a couple and their moms. Yeah, I think that one really says it. <laughs> yeah, these people did not seem like I, there was. Ugh, I mean, just the no, like no chemistry. I don't know. It just they, it's another one where it's like a reminder that even the dumbest, most boring couple you know has a has an origin story. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. some of these couples and some of these stories are just like there's no conflict. You're not like not together because of it. The only conflict is the one where you live in America and he lives in Scotland. And actually, that's a mm-hmm. huge thing. That, like, that's actually a kind of an impossible thing to overcome unless one of you Tell desperately wants to move. Yeah. <laughs> unless one of you really wants to move 
to the other country. Well, so, she was moving to Seville. Remember, she wanted to go for a six months. month photography, yeah, <laughs> photography course. Well, yes, but she the didn't thing say is- photography, but it was in her heart. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is that it's like okay, so you. <laughs> It, but that, but the rest of it was just like there was nothing stopping this couple from being together. Like I don't no. know, and and I don't like when 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 plots like utilize something stupid to make oh they can't be together because of bleh. like. But in this case, it's like yeah. well they were just kind of to get like there was nothing in the way. But anyway, I yeah. was surprised when I was surprised when it started with a uh, minor key song and scotch being poured. Uh-huh. Like, okay. uh, it was actually very pretty opening, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And it was like, it was very similar to a lot of the Scottish stuff in Merry Scottish Christmas. So, <clears throat> so I'm not really surprised. So I don't know. It feels like they did everything at the same time. But yeah, I mean, anytime, anytime homework is not being a big old stupid prude, you know, I mean, it's not that night that you're a prude if you don't drink, but if you're a, an adults only channel, pretty much that like, pretends adults don't have booze. Then it's like, okay, you're just in denial. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so that was that 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 opening was interesting, I guess. Best part mm-hmm. of the movie, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I would I was I was hopeful. The opening was so pretty, I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they have done like, you know, um Love and Chocolate and the Sweetest Christmas. They've done some really good sort of sense rich um chocolate and and um and sort of baking kind of mm-hmm. i don't just mean i'm not talking about just like the cookies and stuff but they have done some no, like especially where they went overseas yeah. mm-hmm. so um and and those those have been really you know there's something really about the you know you watch for example chocolate being made which they've done in more than one of the movies oh yeah and and um and you really get you, you so you know what it smells like you know what it tastes like you i know what it feels like you know the melted mm-hmm. chocolate and making it and forming it and stuff and i i kind of felt like i mean i'm not a whiskey fan at all i mm-hmm. i kind of wish i were like bourbon bourbon glazed chicken you know sounds so good but mm-hmm. bourbon tastes awful to me but (laughs) nevertheless i like the sensuality of it i like the idea of it so i you know i thought that that was and they could have done more with that especially since she was leaving as we as we open up the movie she's leaving her um now ex-husband's company oh my god i mean i like that they have an amicable yeah they have an amicable uh divorce obviously and she he's saying you made depaul brewery what it is yeah, and uh, and then so she's moving over, and then and there's a distillery there, and I'm thinking, oh, that's interesting. You know, she sort of already knows the this booze. business, yeah, uh huh, in that sector, and so there's going to be something kind of magic here. They can, it, it's going to translate somehow, and they really didn't use that <laughs> either. Barely I mean, connected. Just, she may as well no. have worked for an ice skating company. Like, yeah, I mean, like, oh, you you different. really, yeah, you got that ice skating rink popular. Can you can you help market this? Yeah, it's been exactly. exactly the same. Yeah, they didn't like Literally. and and mm-hmm. from my experience of having worked not only in restaurants but in the sale of, you know, booze, like I worked mm-hmm. in this in working in the sales sector of liquor and everything like that and, you mm-hmm. know, trying the companies tried to poach me to be a rep and like I exper- I spent a lot of time with reps and everything. So it's like yeah, you would have thought that there would have been like, oh, she's in the industry. There's a lot of like connectivity in the, in the in the spirits and beer and wine mm-hmm. industries. So mm-hmm. yeah, but no, but no. 
But this movie starts with the. <laughs> no, we did with, not do that no, here. Um, it, the movie starts with the one of the moms and her saying, "I haven't told Lily yet." And my first thought was, "Okay, we're six seconds in, and the scheming has begun." Little did I know it was going to stop there. But yeah. uh, and oh my god! And then that very first scene where she's on the phone with her best friend who lives in Scotland because she's from mm-hmm. there, I guess, despite not having mm-hmm. a Scottish accent, really more British. But um, <laughs> the child is tired from rugby and is just asleep on his back, no blanket, not <laughs> just lying there with his mouth open and his eyes closed, and he just mm-hmm. looked dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's about how you babysit, right? to revisit an earlier topic well when i was when i was a nanny and my and my my ward then i obviously should never be in child care in any capacity whatsoever but at that time i was like for a summer i was a nanny in north carolina and yeah this this child would be like let's play let's play this game let's play that game and i would play okay okay well my legs are broken in this game and pretend my legs are pretend broken so i'm gonna sit here (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so this child looked completely Oof. deceased. It was like it was like one of those old photos where they had dead children in the pictures. But yeah, those stereotypes. Those are so uh, awful. And restaurants. There was a restaurant in Kentucky, Fifth Quarter. Yeah, that's classic Kentucky Fifth Quarter. Mm. Um, Anyway, we used to go there all the time. If you remember going to sit in a booth in a restaurant in Kentucky, that's where it was. And they had those pictures all over the walls. And they obviously just thought they were charming old pictures of children. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Daddy told me they're like, no, those they painted those eyes open. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was like after that, I just couldn't eat there. It was like so nauseating, so depressing. So anyway. So, yeah. So the scheming is (laughs) – the, the, I mean, that's really where this this movie went amiss. I don't know whether we need to detail. I mean, you know, like so. So we establish right the 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 mothers are or the older women. We don't know who they are yet, but they're talking on the phone. They're childhood mm-hmm. friends. They're Scottish. Yeah. Um, Lily is a grown up leaving her ex husband's <laughs> work. It wasn't a matter of wrinkles or gray hair or any, and no no visual signs of aging. He, she still seemed too mature for him, even though they're probably the same age. Oh, yeah. He read as like a, a guy who likes to go order buckets of beer and watch the game. And uh-huh. she seemed like she had two adult children in college. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so seeing them now, I liked. OK, well, first of all, so they, they established that she is. She's, she's divorced up. from her husband. Yeah. He comes mm-hmm. well, also when when he goes when she when when they have that scene. Instead of like knocking on her office door, he goes and knocks in the middle of a nearby wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like you do. Because she doesn't have like her own office, which was like, if she mm-hmm. built that company, why doesn't she have her own office? Why is it like open concept to the point that she has zero privacy? And so he just knocks in the middle of a wall. And then, yeah, it is established that she was married to him and that he's getting remarried. And and mm-hmm. I was just like, man, that's a hella healthy relationship because she's like, I'm yeah, so and she wishes you them well or whoever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, which I like though. I, I really like the modeling of you know healthy sort of not yeah. letters to Santa esque relationship. Oh, oh my Jesus God! God. Uh, anyway, and then Logan goes and picks up his dead child from the so- sofa. At his mom. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, who does not wake up? Just uh-huh. fully right. He was. He was. He was. Yeah, he was a big kid to be carried like that. He's ten yeah. years old, Finn. Um, but that's when we learned <laughs> that old his name is Finn and he's 10 years old. Oh, I thought old you said and- Finn. <laughs> Finn. Oh, no, no. His name was 10 Finn. years old. Finn. Too floppy. 
Thin, floppy, (laughs) blonde hair, closed eyes. Anyway, (laughs) this is when we understand that Logan is widowed. So, in other words, we're introduced to, you know, these two characters. They're both single. And uh, Lily goes to her parents' house. Her mother is so excited. I mean, that woman who played her mother and the way she played her was absolutely effervescent. So I loved her mom. I did too, but it was a really bad call to make her sick. Yeah, I know. Let's just go it's ahead so and say weird. it. She's she's dying of some illness that doesn't make she's her feel of, bad. She's dying of cancer. That's but right. It was so, liver cancer. I mean, that's why I, later in my notes I just write, "Oh, mom's been on morphine. Mom's been on morphine this entire time. No wonder she's in such a good mood." Well, she like, would have been a little bit more drowsy though. I know, I know, but still, it just was like, "Oh my god." But, but Lily, Lily, when she goes, her mother says something about, I'm just so pleased that we can have this one last trip. And she goes, one last trip. What do you mean trip? one last trip? And then she's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then she, and her, she doesn't say, no, seriously, what the fuck do you, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah, exactly. You know? I wouldn't if have been like, that, oh, oh, you mean one last trip this much? Oh, okay. okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. If you said <laughs> one last trip, I'd be like, okay, what the hell is that cryptic bullshit about? What's going on? And if you were just yeah. like, oh, nothing I like crazy yeah. so anyway and then we go back to Logan and all of his bills are overdue so I mean they they introduced the the situations pretty efficiently they weren't mm-hmm. interesting situations no but it was already a hundred times better than the golf movie oh well of course <laughs> of course <laughs> so was my morning <laughs> And I've done nothing and been cranky about it. Yeah. <laughs> so but she, when, but, they, yeah. Well, so then when they get to Scotland, it's like the the two old biddies are like, who are probably thirty six, were like, oh, it's so nice to see you, blah 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 blah. And then we, Lily and what's the guy's name? Logan. Lily and Logan, um, <laughs> like are like uh, you know it's established that they've known each other or whatever, and like, and I was like, okay, that's I like liked a pretty, that. yeah, that's I a pretty good that they were setup. Childhood friends. Uh huh. Yeah, I liked that too because also I feel like in books or in what like I'm always tempted to mind this in books, but also I have been influenced by it in my real life where it's just like there's something romantic about the like oh the person who you're going to end up with was there all along mm-hmm. and there's an established history, mm-hmm. but you just had to you just had to, the right time had to come along. Like I right. like I always like that sort of premise because it's like a lot better than you know just like. I don't know, all my single girlfriends right now swiping endlessly and just being like, mm. every guy's a fucking fuck boy. You know, mm. it's like a lot mm. nicer to imagine like, oh, this person who has been vetted and who I trust already. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. so I was okay with that setup. Um, and then she, but then when Lily meets, f- sees Finn for the first time, the child, she's like, last time I saw you were so small and now you're a strapping young man. And I just thought, ugh, like that's such an annoying grown-up thing to say like every well, cho- and again that's what that's the kind of thing that made her read as one disconcertingly mature you know i don't like saying old because old isn't it no it's it isn't not it it's a personality so, type because I, I i know people like that who are my age who just read so much older because they don't have any playfulness even her mom read is younger than her in the way yeah. we're talking about like it's, yeah and it's not maturity in the sense of like because maturity implies like oh that you're capable of taking things on it's just there's something and I, like i think that we're using like she seems older as a shorthand but it's not about yeah. that at all it's just that right. there's like a there's an adultness to her a grown-upness that feels 
just like a total, it's a personality type because like, I know, I knew a lot of adults when I was a kid who felt like that and who don't, who didn't feel like that. And they were all like the Mm -hmm. same age, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's just like people who don't, but I mean, I don't know. And I thought she was so bad with this kid, but then I've been so bad with this teenager. I've said (laughs) the most boring things in the, in the world in the last week and a half. The other day we were driving and I was just like going on and on about the Hollywood Bowl. And I was like, it's over here. Like I was explaining where it was. (laughs) To a child who grew up there? Well, no, he'd never been. But I was explaining, okay. but I was, exp- oh, what? wait, it's coming up on the left. I just don't have anything else to say to him. So I'm just like saying, boy, I'm like, and then I'm going on about all the shows. That I, I was like, oh, well, do you know who Tchaikovsky is? And like, <laughs> so boring. Like I couldn't shut up and I couldn't say anything interesting. I'm just, it's like, and it's so I think nice it, for putting up with you. I know. But I always think about that. Like I always thought when I was a kid, like, ugh, like grownups only ask about like, well, how's school? But it's like they have no idea what else to say. And now I have a respect for <laughs> these, like, all these grownups who had to encounter me as a child, where they just like, what are, what what are they going to say? We have nothing in common. I have a newfound respect for adult people not knowing how to talk to children and the children being bored by them. <laughs> but still, this woman was just so awkward. Strapping young man, like, how do you react to that? Man. Well, it's like the <laughs> it's like our episode, the okay whippersnapper. Like, it's just like. <laughs> It was like you sound whippersnappers. One- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you sound. It's not. It's not like you sound like you were born in 1976. You sound like you were born in 1802. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're a strapping young man. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we went off on a tangent there. Um- <laughs> well, and then he- so then the child is talking about his dog Brody, and he's like. He's saying he's saying why yeah, I dog- was really confused because the brother brother is Rory dog is Brody. I had to keep telling myself <laughs> I thought I was referring to Brody throughout my notes even when I meant Rory. Yeah, but see, but she he's explaining. Oh, oh, I don't know if Brody's gay. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the dog Rory is Rory's gay. His partner oh. was James. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that was his partner. OK, so. But th- it was funny because he's explaining. <laughs> oh my god! So he's explaining why his dad got him Brody, and because of how they edited the scene, and uh-huh. I took a video of it for our carousel, but it made it seem like she just completely interrupted him to start talking about her cat. <laughs> he's like, "Well, he got me Brody because," th-, and then she just like he's like, they-, "They didn't put enough space in between the words," so she just goes, "When I was growing up, I had a cat." <laughs> Me, yeah, you never, me, I, me, I catch me. myself doing that all the time. <laughs> I, I, I I hear myself interrupting somebody in the middle of their sentence, and I'm <laughs> spouting something like "I like water." You know, <laughs> it's just—it's a glitch in the brain or something. I don't know what that. It happens a lot. Sometimes I just peter out though, too, in the middle of what I'm saying. That I'm not really interested in what I'm saying. Can you I do, stop? That, that's true. No one minds when you stop. But well, how uh, could they? It's I'm not, you know, revealing the secrets of the universe and saying, you know what? I don't. St- I don't think I can go on right now. This is just too dull. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so he owns a a, a distillery, which yeah. is pretty huge. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. So he owns a distillery, and his brother works there too. I guess. And. <sighs> <laughs> Campbell's. I'm already picturing the logo she comes up with. Oh my, we will get to it. I know. But so, so he's like, so he owns this distillery and he's like, oh, well, we got, I won't do the Scottish accent the whole time. He gets, 
<laughs> he, he was like, oh, well, we, we got these ice wine barrels from somewhere. And, uh-huh. and, and I, my, and I just, my professional personality just went, who <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Like it's just ice wine is so sweet. And I get it. Like Balvini makes a Caribbean cask scotch and it's like, okay. you know, you, you, that was, and that was their like that. I think that that must be their most popular one. When I, when I sold liquor at that spirit shop, it was, that was definitely the most popular one, probably because I pushed it the most cause it was fab- fabulous, but it's like, Yes, you put things in like port casks and rum barrels and things that have like a sweetness to them, but ice wine, ugh, like it just made me like yeah, gross. I've been disappointed by ice wine before myself. I well, like the sound it's of it. Simple syrup. It's like it's know, just right? so sweet, and it's like it's sweeter than port. It's sweet, like it's so sweet. And so, I, yeah. but I understand. I mean, I'm not saying it hasn't been done, but it's just like that. I couldn't help but roil when I heard it. And so he's like. Well, we have this really specific problem where uh, we we've ha- we've been ba- a- aging this scotch for they would have to age it for a long for a pretty long time for this to be a huge surprise. But then, like their number one competitor is doing basically the exact same thing. Which yeah, at if the they same got time. it yeah, which if they got it on the shelves because of how long you have to have to age things for, they probably came up with it around the same time. It's not like they did this yesterday. They're like, yeah, oh, ten years ago, out. and then yeah. it comes down to hours. Yeah, exactly. Urgent, and, urgent hours. Yeah. So he needs her to like, he he needs, uh, they have like a marketing problem. And so the moms are like, well, well why didn't you ask Lily? And then. The- yeah, they're, they're at, they're at a brightly lit dinner. It, oh, it actually seemed like. High noon. Yeah. But it seemed like uh, Scandinavia there. I liked it a lot. It didn't read as Scotland to me at all. No. It wasn't dark woods and dark and. Cozy no. inside and cool outside. It felt like my Norwegian holiday. And I just it, spent like the two sunniest weeks in. Yes. I, but I spent the like, I, I was in Ireland for two weeks and everyone was like, this is the sunniest it's ever been. For the I like water. It's ever been. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> my point being, it, being in Ireland in super, super sunny circumstances yeah. still didn't look like that. And I'm not saying Ireland and Scotland oh, are the same, truth. but they're like three hours apart. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it. Yeah. it's. I would I and also it doesn't really matter what's well well actually um you know that it does actually like I don't care like if it's like I love how you always push up your imaginary glasses (laughs) you do that and I'm constantly pushing up my glasses so I'm like where did she get that so but the thing is is like I don't need someone telling me that like oh actually you know um, you can't it is like really bright like that because like if you want to set something in Montreal you know Mm -hmm. I want something set in like what I think I want the historic. It's brunch. yeah. It's not about what that realistically is. If, if this is summer in Scotland and the, then it's probably very bright for a long time. It didn't, they didn't really establish that it no. was. I, th- this is the problem with me for these movies so far is that I don't have any sense of what time of year it is or it's supposed to be. I agree completely. And again, I wish that they were like more set in the bleak midwinter so that they would match what most people are going through. Like give us snow, give us people like kind of, you know, having cabin fever kind of like ready for, you know, like, I don't know. I just would like it if they, it, cause it, again, it just feels so removed from reality. Cause like nobody here is like going through that right now. So I don't yeah. know. It's like, it's not what most of the people are watching. And it's not like, as I've said before, it's not someone escaping to, to, you know, like some beautiful Caribbean place that is warm right now. And it's just like, Oh, what a relief from the snow. Cause like you could make a Christmas movie set in the snow for, or you could make a Christmas movie set in the tropics and I would love it. 
because yes. it would be its own thing. But Operation mostly, Christmas Drop. I didn't like Womp. that. You haven't watched it yet. Yes, I did try to, but I think it's again <laughs> one of those situations where I was. I remember <laughs> when I picture it on the screen, I was really far away from it. It was at Surrey and I was like, it was in the living room on the TV and I was in, in the tiki room, like in the, like I was really far away. I was doing other stuff. So that was really, that's a totally different room. That's a, that's further away from the TV than you would be at any table in a sports bar. It's further away from the TV than you were from me when you had to come pick me up from the grocery store when I nearly passed out from heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird that you didn't. I know. Maybe I should give it another chance. So anyway. Possibly. Yes. yes. Instead, this just seemed like kind of crisp, balmy, boring weather. It wasn't like yeah. moody, mm-hmm. overcast, Scotland, pubs, dark wood. Like Agreed. Y- Although you know, I fires very, burning. very much. I liked the interior, not for this movie, but I really, really did like the clean, you know, bright, lots of windows, bright sunshine, blonde woods, very yeah. Scandinavian. So yeah. I, I liked that. But uh, and that it was the setting for their dinner more mm-hmm. than once, uh, where it was mentioned, oh, "How's business?" And I don't want to talk about it. But then while they're at dinner, she's like, he, "The son Finn is like, well, she can help you. It'll work better if you work together." Which is like a child who's just trying to like say what's a good kid thing to say. You know, he's just trying to like imitate people saying positive things to him, and then. Yeah. She's like, I'll help out. Like, don't, don't worry. I promise. And then he says, don't make promises you can't keep. And it was like, you asshole. Like I, in all these movies, the men always snap at the women in such a way that I'm like, no, I'm not coming back from that. Like, I don't care. That's like, yeah. and, like, it's not that there's no, like, it's not that you're not allowed to it's not that you're not allowed to like make a mistake in a relationship and then it never end. You can never bounce back from it. But it's like if I just met somebody and then they snap at me like that, I'm like, oh, God, huge red flag. Like your your anger and your resentment is right beneath the surface. I don't want to get fucking embroiled in that. He just snapped at yeah. me for fucking no reason. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Agree. And we've seen that a kind of an uncharacteristic amount this um Well, not this season, I guess, just in the last few months mm-hmm. since we've been yeah. doing this. Scalding coffee. Is it new or are we just watching so many that we're not, you know, we're not turning off the ones yeah, with off-putting the, characters? The I don't know, but yeah. you you didn't mention this. It's apparently suppo- supposedly important that she goes into like a, a candy and jewelry shop and comes out with a brooch and some chocolate. Oh, I don't <laughs> know if that's that? happened yet. Oh, all right. But it's it, all, it, it comes back up me. later. I mean, it's just. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. But well, and this is around when, when I had written down, like, she's so excited about this photography course, this photography course. She's <laughs> so excited about it that if she doesn't do it, I'm going to be pissed because like it would be, it yeah. would clearly be such a breach of what this character's values are to not go. You know, she yeah, put her whole life th- on hold. She put her whole life on hold for a man. Or not at least she she her life got sidetracked by her relationship, I should say, clearly yeah. from her from her marriage. So right. now this is her time for her to choose herself. And then she's got this, you know, as this movie goes on, you're just like, man, they're really threatening to take that six month photography course away from this character who really needs it. Like, yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know why Hallmark has never heard of any other job besides a photographer. Like if there, <laughs> you can have passions that aren't your current job. Nobody gets it. Ugh. It's so hard to be a photographer that stands out. Literally, like everybody takes pictures all day, every single day. Yep. And lots of people were raised with cameras in a way that they weren't before. And everybody's pretty good, except you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're so bad at taking pictures. <laughs> but but everybody else is great at it. It's true. And that's the fun the thing that's really funny about that is that I don't like cut off your head or your feet or like oh, those typical other well, mom problems. I, I have everything I'm supposed to be taking a picture of is fully within the frame and they're still consistently terrible. I don't know. But this which is, is really itself worth- a gift. It, 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 it is it, but it, it, it's, and it's a gift to me because now you have stopped asking me to stop whatever we're doing and take your picture all the time. I remember when I went back to the Willard in DC and it felt like a triumphant return because I'd worked there. I'd been the beverage director there and I, and it was also stealing my soul straight out of my nostrils the whole time I was there. So I was like, I, Ooh, how Egyptian. <laughs> and I was I so going back felt like oh, okay I have a new life now I live in California I'm coming home to visit and I went mm-hmm. back to my old stomping grounds uh, you know heroic and mm-hmm. I felt really good that night and somebody offered to take our picture um and <laughs> when I looked at it <laughs> it was so fucking insane <laughs> It was like me and Richie sitting at a bar, you know, like my round robin bar, like, and then this guy, he knew, he knew I was taking it too. So why he cropped out any context of the surrounding circumstances to take this picture, I don't know. But he zoomed in on our faces so hard, you know, like the iPhone can go like 20 zoom. Uh And this is what what he did. And then iPhones do a lot of AI (laughs) filling in now. So it's like, I will try and find this picture if I didn't delete it. I hope I didn't delete it. But it's so bad. And it just like was just like our shoulders to the top of our forehead. Oh, my God. And that's kind of how you take pictures, too. Maybe you should take a six-month photography course in Seville. See. (laughs) uh, Difference is I don't care. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So And so then he and his brother are sitting at this pub, which, again, kind (laughs) of lacked any immersive... You, you know, see, I, my brooch, my brooch note was way before that. 
So okay, okay, so okay, so then they so go. So just basically, they she buys a brooch and some chocolate in the same shop, which is normal. <laughs> in yeah, it's like a gift shop, and I guess. The brooch is really ugly, and it's like a <laughs> three. It's the it's little Celtic three, triangle, like it's a wo- sort, woven sort of. Yeah, but it's not a classic one. I mean, I'm not like dissing. It's not like oh, cluttering. What, what's with the hands? I it's. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, hold up my clattering. Again, though, if, if we're going to say that she's reading older, I'm like, ooh, a brooch. You know? Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, because it's be again. beautiful on reading, my scarf. She's reading 200. And these women yes. who, who are supposed to be maybe in their 60s or 70s are reading much younger than that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a zest so. for life that is absent. It's sort of just like, a, oh, you know what would be nice? I'll get a little, pick up a little something for me <clears> at the Bijou Turner. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I it's, saw it at the airport. This isn't quite the same, but yeah, I have brown rice as a little treat. Like it's just so. There's <laughs> like, such a grown-up restraint. <laughs> it's just a little treat. Oh my god. Okay, so, so yeah, so the yeah. brothers are at the bar. I couldn't really understand what they were saying. So at this point, I had to put on captioning. That's a me thing, though. I didn't need them dumbed down. Um, But it was something about her being cute. And uh, Logan doesn't want Finn getting attached to her. Yeah, because his brother, his very sane, cool brother was like, you kind of were shitty to her. And then he's just like, and he's just like, were you maybe a little jealous of how much attention she was giving Finn? Which is a weird thing to suggest that a yeah. father might be jealous of the attention his 10-year-old is getting from a grown, very grown woman. <laughs> yes. yes. It's extremely bizarre. But he says, are you jelly? And then he's like, I what even is jelly? I can't even believe you just shortened the word jealous. Like he's never heard of that before. Like, <sighs> like he's never heard that. Anyway, again, reading older, reading hundreds of years old. Yes. And yeah, he goes on to explain he doesn't want him getting attached to her. But like, he's, they're family friends. This is like a vetted person that he knows who's just there in town for a couple of weeks. Like, there's no reason for him to be micromanaging. Like, imagine that. That's just such a bizarre thing to do. Like, you think that's healthier than like showing up in a clip standing in front of anybody that this child wants to get close to close to, or like to have a nice, have a nice card game with like, leave him right. the fuck alone. It's really bizarre, but, right. uh, but then so speaking in- of that, I guess that she's on her way to meet him there. And then the, the mothers are playing cards and babysitting Finn and Finn notices that, you know, his dad is it's after nine and his dad isn't home and they the women exchange a look. And again, this could have been so cute to have the older women saying, mm, I told him there was an emergency at the distillery and yeah. I told her that, you know, to meet me at the distillery or whatever, you know, like some kind of I don't know, scheming. But there, it was completely absent. Yeah, because there was and one then, point where he, where she was just like, "Well, if I hadn't told her that the coffee shop was on the oh, wrong street, then she wouldn't have run into him." It's like, how did you know that she was going to run into him? That's crazy. Yeah. Makes yeah. zero sense. Yeah, it was. It was an attempt. I gave them thumbs up for the attempt, though. But and and then I also have a note here that the I mean, because with the brooch, I don't want to like tease it like the brooch <laughs> is somehow fucking important. But then she realizes that the three arms the three leaves the three angles whatever of it 
the our braiding of it. mother and crone, not father, son, and Holy Spirit, don't care. I mean, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. Maybe okay. mother crone. That explains the crone line later. I didn't hear her. I didn't hear that. It is, it wasn't, it was symbolic of the um, stages, stages of a woman's, of a woman's life. life. And they actually talked kind of extensively about the crone word at this point. So you must have dozed off for a minute. Can't blame you. <laughs> don't um, remember that at all. I do think that that's kind of lovely though. I mean, like, and, and I get that crone, you know. That's <laughs> a super generous word. I mean, I don't know whether it ever was though. It must have been once upon a time. It must have crone. been just in, indicative of, I mean, it's kind of like, I'm, I, w- I wanted to say like spinster. Was spinster ever anything but extremely fucking word? rude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I know. I think that I do feel like in a lot of things they just refer to the old crone and she doesn't go, excuse fucking me? So I, yeah. <laughs> I guess that well, it must have been normal. So I don't know. Still. I mean, maybe it was maybe maybe it was not so rude, but I, it, it doesn't really matter if it ever was because it's 2024. So if you could refer to yourself or somebody as a crone, it's you're calling well, her old And they hag. did address it, but they could have just addressed. She could she could have said that too. That would have been funny. Way. Oh, what? Hag didn't fit? Yeah, you exactly. Know, like, no, it, once once upon a time it had a, a, a positive connotation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something. But um, uh, so anyway, then they have uh, Lily and Logan working together. Broad well, daylight is that, again. Is this, is this, have we missed when they're at that, whatever that restaurant was where they just get up and start dancing two feet from the oh, lone yes. guitar player? That was so fucking weird. I didn't even make a note of that because it was just so... Um, yeah. It was so intimate. I mean, like, like I'm <laughs> obviously very comfortable with Richie, but when we and we're, we're not really dancing folk, but like we went to a <laughs> wedding and I, and everyone was slow dancing and it was just kind of like weird and awkward. And we were kind of like, let's just go do other stuff. I don't know. So for this, pe- these people to not really know each other, but to be able to like <laughs> be that close to each other's faces silently, it really it really read as like. God, you guys are deeply intimate. It reminds me of this one time when I worked at Starbucks when I was like 16. <laughs> and this cu- this couple, I never forgot them. They were sitting across from each other. Like they were like these two armchairs that would face each other. And they were both leaning so far forward that their foreheads were touching and they had their <laughs> hands touching. That's weird. I know. And, it, and I just, and I was like 16, just like, well, that's weird. <laughs> just kept living my life but it was just like it was so intimate maybe it was some sort of alien download yeah i, I hope so because that makes me more comfortable than just a <laughs> couple being that way it's so icky but like <laughs> so they were just so standing so intimately close but just as close to as to each other as they were to the guitar player it was just sitting there like really singing at them too i mean also not my kind of music but it was just like ugh, gross yeah Oh, and then they go to the rugby match, which isn't worth note, except for that at the end of the scene, it like slow mos while they all, the three of them walk hand in hand, skipping off. It's like, oh, she can't play rummy with the kid for 10 minutes, but you can, as a unit, walk off hand in hand in hand together. Well, the like, thing that's, that's not going to confuse the shit out of this child. <laughs> but the thing that was funny about that scene was they're, they're watching the rugby tryouts, right? And she's like, oh. And and I think oh she's reaching God, for yeah. her camera. Instead of taking out her camera and taking pictures of this in the moment situation of this kid who's going to be you know grown up. She's before a photographer. You know it. Yeah, yeah. She takes out pictures. <laughs> let's let's 
Let's not only not document that, let's stop looking at it. And here, look at these pictures. But this this was after she was taking pictures of his product in broad daylight. What was the what were the pictures of? They were working on the branding and marketing, and she's taking pictures of the his whiskey glass. Go get your whiskey glasses. So he gets his oh, glasses right. and but, but, but that, that's it's what in, she pulls the pictures out of at the rugby tryout? I can't remember what the pictures were of. That was oh, just okay. afterwards. You just we skipped those little nonsensical scenes. <laughs> I'm trying to think how the right the writer writes these, you know, and how what it would be like to try and get away with something like this. <laughs> no, you mean that twelve page scene where they're um <clears throat> they're taking pictures of the whiskey glass? You don't what's what you don't <laughs> What do you mean it's boring? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't further what plot. <laughs> what is a plot? Yeah, Please exactly, explain because, plot. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's it. But then yeah. So, <laughs> but she's also screaming and hollering like "You go, go, Finn," which was just bleh, like so cringe already. Rudolph. Yeah, <laughs> <Holas> Rudolph. That's a reference to one of Paige's reels. I strongly suggest if you if you have come here because you looked up Hallmark podcasts and you don't know about Paige's one Hallmark movies in one minute, go to Instagram and look up Farbo, P-H-A-R-B-E-A-U-X. And it's my own joke, but I that was like the that I, that was the only video I've ever filmed when you were the same in the same room. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. That was it was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So check out Paige's oh Instagram reels. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't. Go ahead. In, but in between, there was a um, there was a Rexalto commercial, which I don't know. I guess that's for <clears> some sort of dementia management thing. But it was like a middle aged daughter wrangling her confused, beshawled elderly mother, and I did not know it was a commercial. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so funny you say that because I was fast forwarding. I was like, whoa, 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 and backed it up oh. because I thought it was her. I thought, oh, my God, I miss, I'm missing the movie. Yeah. So anyway, this movie is just like a widower struggling to date a woman who is emotionally healthy, but whose mom is dying and she doesn't know it. Like, that's what this movie is about. Mm -hmm. And then at one point when they're having. She doesn't know it and I don't buy it. That was the yeah. problem. And then at one point they're having like a romantic moment and it's after I think, yeah, there's like, they have so many, but she, <clears throat> but she says, you reminded me I might not be a crone forever. And he says, your outlook is so optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> like that is literally the order that those lines of you dialogue You keep thinking are. that little trooper. Yeah. yeah you go girl. <laughs> mm, you go woman. And then, <laughs> and then that's when he kisses her. And then there are 13 seconds of long silence and he is super awkward. And I also filmed that because it's so, it, like, it was just so icky. It was, like, he was just very like, oh, <laughs> that just happened <laughs> was his energy, which I, <laughs> as you know, sexy. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, uh, and then, so then they're tasting whiskey and she goes, let's start with Frost, which, by the way, is the name of the scotch that is aged in ice wine barrels. And it's just, just like, no, you don't start with the sweetest one. That's not what you start with. But OK. And then they go to kiss and then the phone interrupts them, which is mm -hmm. just so tired. Mm -hmm. uh, 
the, so the phone call is about her mom having fainted. And then he's like, oh, well, is she taking her medicine? And then uh-huh. she's just like, her medicine? What do you mean? <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, I thought she knew. Which, if you really thought she knew, you wouldn't jump to, I thought you knew. As the also, first next thing he you say. doesn't know is she taking medicine because I you know yeah she has she has a yeah she has a prescription bottle on her bedside table in the next scene we see her but yes it's just like but why the does logical this guy know answer so- would have been what medicine no no she's I don't she's not on medicine yeah like I don't or think whatever. she's on medicine yeah just I don't think she's on medicine and be like oh I thought she was on for for the cancer and then you'd be uh-huh. like mm-hmm. wait the cancer go wait a what like you, but mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. she just. And then she's so mad that he didn't tell mm. her. She's like, you just watched me for weeks not knowing? He's like, he just said he thought you knew. Why would he say it? And if you're not bringing it up, it's, uh-huh. you're, it would be really obnoxious to bring it up and be like, so how about the, how about that cancer, huh? Like, what's right. she going to say? You so, almost can't tell your mom's dying. Yeah, exactly. God, your mom's vibrant <laughs> for someone who's on death's door. But yeah, no, uh... And she, but so she's furious, and then um, they. And it's just, I'm so tired of this unfounded fury. I know it's every time, and they're always just, "How dare you? I can't believe that you would do that to me." And it's like the, he's just living. Like I don't know, I don't like this guy at all. But like he's uh-uh. not doing anything wrong because he didn't give you the news your parent is dying that he thought you knew and isn't his right. fucking business. Right. It was so inappropriate. I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, and then, so she goes back and she talks to her mom, who again is just like basically Tigger. Like she's uh-huh. just like so yeah. energetic. <laughs> Boing. Yeah. And she's just like, and so delightful, guess, by the way, the brightest spot of this movie. Oh, absolutely effervescent, like you said. And so she shows up and then she's just like, so I guess the cat's out of the bag then. And then she's like, yeah. And then that's when she says, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go home. And she's like, no, you got to go to Seville. And she's like, I'm not going to go to Seville. And like in this case, it would be kind of crazy to go to your six months photography course when your mom only has a couple months left to live. Like uh-huh. the photography course is going to be there. Mom, mm-hmm. not so much. So why would it would be it would be because cr- she's like, no daughter you must go live send me the pictures you can't just put your life on hold for me it's like it makes sense to say after i go you have to go it's my dying wish that you go whatever like you because that in my own experience with people dying and people losing people i think a lot of times people do put their entire lives on hold because of grief you know Uh which which you you have to not do you do have to keep living and you do have to like keep your not only keep your routines up, but keep your life evolving and try to move forward and sometimes force yourself to. Right. But it is reasonable to put things on hold to spend time with your dying parent. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but I did I actually thought that this made it was not a good plot point. I don't think that it, why not just have these mothers these great friends, there was no suspense to it. It didn't add anything to the story. It only added depression. We talked about that at length in one of our other episodes, Mm -hmm. just how unnecessary it is to remind people of sad and dour things. Mm -hmm. But uh, it would have been much more fun for to think, oh my God, now these mothers are going to have, you know, 
their children being years together, together, you know, of, of fun with family holidays and stuff. Yeah. And like somehow this crone is later thinking about having a kid. <laughs> crone being the younger person, by the way. Exactly. Well, but that's well, the she thing. does eventually talk about having a baby, which I did think was a oh, strange wait. thing to start talking about it. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Later on, it was mentioned. Well, maybe I, you know, start a family and. Oh, oh. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they <clears throat> they did not need to do that. And so so mom just, you know, her illness manifests by her fainting off screen and then being in bed. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, and she did say the line, win many awards and name them after me because I love accolades, which I thought was very funny. Mm. Um, but then in like the next scene, it's like all the men inviting themselves to Spain, like talking to the child. And they're like, they're like. Uh, well, yeah, you're gonna have to say goodbye to to Lily Bell. Lily. What's her name? <laughs> Lily. Lily. Lily Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to say goodbye to Lily. But what do you say we go visit her in Spain? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Like this child? If you're not, if you're not trying to like, if you're trying to prevent this child from forming unhealthy attachments with people too fast, then that's fine and reasonable, I guess. But like. You have to have him establish healthy relationships with them, not no relationship, or you're going to go visit her in Spain. Like, right. Those are not the two options. <laughs> right. And I actually just remembered something what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. I just wanted to add the, what, that while I did not like this as a plot element, it made absolute sense to me that the mother didn't want to tell her before the trip and have that taint, taint, oh, taint yeah. the trip. And she's like, you, you don't have to protect me. And she said, I did it for me. Yes. I, I wanted that. to have fun. And not have you be all depressed and crying. And I, di- I liked that so much. And that was – that for for a, um, a much-used plot device, I haven't seen that response often. So I yeah. did like that. Anyway, I just that wanted was to, much better. to put in the positive thing when I could. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that that, that, def- that was really good because, yeah, that is completely fair to be like, no, I don't want to sit here and spend a bummer of a trip. Like, I want to go have a thing. I want to go have, yeah. like – a fun hurrah. Like, I don't want to have that. So, yeah. But then she says, uh, you know where we haven't been yet? Church. And then <laughs> I did think it was funny that Lily was kind of like, oh. <laughs> like, it was like she wasn't – the room wasn't just like, oh, yes, that's something normal that we all do all the time. <laughs> the room was kind of like, oh, church. She In the next scene that she's in with Logan, he brings her a gift. <laughs> And the gift was samples of scotch. And mm-hmm. she knew what it was before she opened it. She's like, oh, <laughs> like, and she even had the sort of like, oh, you got me some, you brought me something that's free for you. Like, what? <laughs> it's just scotch from his own distillery. Yeah. It's just so weird. Um, and then that night she stays up all night working on the ugliest label I have ever seen. Cause one of the things she's like, I'm sorry, I have to go to Spain sooner and I won't be able to finish doing the label for, for your whiskey. But this movie, like, the whole time they were like, oh, God, how are we going to come up with a new label? Uh-huh. By the, It's like, okay, in Hallmark what, Universe. When were they, they planning on releasing this before old Bonnie, you <laughs> know, slipped in and, and, and usurped them? When, when were they planning on doing this? That they didn't have bottles yet. Do you remember she was also looking at bottles on some sort of like, you yeah. know, I don't know. restaurant supplies yeah on webster i mean and that's the thing but like the thing is is that they're in hallmark universe 
They're like, we got to save Christmas by four o'clock in the morning. And then we got to race you across town and put you on a television, on a television set in front of a camera within 15 minutes. But having two weeks to do a label for a bottle is not enough time. Like there's, it's like dog years. It's crazy. It's like anybody with a Canva account can make a fucking label. And also the label she came up with was so horrible it looked it like horrible it looked like something that you'd find at a mini golf bar like mm. <laughs> like a bar at a mini golf place and it or like something that's like gathering dust tastes like toothpaste and like bartenders dare each other to take a shot of it it was yeah. so fucking ugly oh my god it was yeah it was i mean it was just so another bad. example of har- hallmark hallmark protagonists being bad at what they do yes like, and why can't they, they, I mean, if they hired you as an art consultant, all of this stuff would be, if they hired me yeah. as an art consultant, all yeah. of this would be better. It's true. And it's just like, the thing is, is that like, they kept talking about how they want to like, oh, well, the youth, we have to keep up with the youth. So then they make this extremely over-designed, like horrible, horrible label that's just like actually what the youth do like look at the ordinary look at like apothecary simple yeah look at brooklatic scotch like which is the turquoise bottle with just text on it it's extremely clean very minimalist that mm-hmm. is what catches people's eye like if you just oh, the put lo-fi a, bottle you and jack oh, have liked lo-fi for years. bottle definitely yeah if you just put like a vanilla like a cream colored label and put sans serif font and just say what it is Man, that, that looks a me. thousand times more modern than what the fuck she did. Yeah, this sort of sort of old English lettering for some of it, and it's all frosted white, and then it's got the oh dear God, oh, God. the wolf with the crooked mouth. With the wasn't it a pig? Crooked I smile, pig. Crooked oh yeah, it was a boar. It was a boar. B o a r. I will say. Oh my God, um, it was. So yes, it was with the crooked mouth. Yeah, it was so. It was just, so deep. So I, ugly. I have to note here, I have an all caps note that says Caleb is the brother. Okay. And then I have, is Jimmy too? I called him James. Jimmy. So I was confused at this point. So Caleb, there is no Rory, oh. I guess. I don't know. Brody was Rory. I'm confused. <laughs> oh my anyway, God. somebody who's listening might have already thought I was nuts and I, I am. <laughs> uh, Caleb is the brother. Okay. But who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nameless best brother. So, and then there's this crazy montage where she and her mom go have experiences together. And also there's a huge pet peeve of mine when adult people start treating their elderly parents like children that they're being very Uh indulgent of and being very patient with and like, what would you like to do next? Like, and then the- I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like, it's so, I think it's so- Yeah, it's so infantilizing. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I I find it so uncomfortable to watch these people who have lived. It's also it's I don't know. Hallmark isn't influencing anybody, but (laughs) it's perpetuating this horrible trope about older people. And it's just it's kind of like when like some 22 year old is like at a bar and then like sees an older person drinking. He's like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Like, (laughs) it's like, no, she's a a person who's had a whole ass life. And you'll be that age, too, if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just like Mm -hmm. stop? thinking she's so adorable. She's not another species. She's an adult who's grown. But anyway, I I just hate Did you see the clip of that actress from Mean Girls on Watch What Happens Live? No. The new Regina George. Renee Rapp? 
Yes, she's horrible. She might have been making a joke, but she was talking about, oh, God, somebody, one of the Real Housewives or something that she liked. Oh, Karen from Potomac and said, you know, I am ageist. And she just really doubled and tripled down on saying that she's ageist. And what? Yeah, it was it was crazy. Even Andy Cohen, who I pretty much can't stand, was like, wait, let's get back to this. You know that if you're lucky, you're going to be. Oh, my God. I have to look that up. Wow. Yeah, it's it was really weird. Ooh. Really not not a if she was trying to be funny, if she was trying to be Regina, it just didn't work. Mm, gross. Yeah. Um but anyway, so they're having this crazy montage and then at one point it's like the montage and the music like goes diegetic so that she can say I'm going to remember this moment forever. Which is just so nauseating. Like this mom is like, when I'm dead? Like, yeah. like and the whole yeah. time, even Hello. her taking all these, Woo-hoo. yeah. <laughs> even her taking all these pictures the way she is, every picture is dripping with like, this is a keepsake for when you're gone. Yeah. It's this just will be so- nice in the funeral carousel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, I just hate it. And then then the 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 rest of the ensemble cast are like running around trying to make like this extremely romantic like they set up like a set tea with tea and then like on the beach they put out like a heart and flowers and it just reminded me of when you and I oh went to God. Jamaica. <laughs> we went to Jamaica on a whim and uh-huh. for like four or five days. And mm-hmm. then of course like it's like a it was a sandals, wasn't it? Was it sandals? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of couples going there. So it's mm-hmm. like when we so our bed We had did like, run into another mother and daughter. Oh yeah. It's not so, that they're that is the only people who were there. It's just that they like we had one huge king size bed and they put like palm fronds to spell out one love and a heart and all this <laughs> stuff and it's just like rose petals. That was our that was our butler who hated us, called on our private phone, butt dialed us repeatedly on our private phone as you said she was getting banged against the side of a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was just that we At yeah, she two in the morning. Two in the morning accidentally accidentally pocket dialed us while she was getting railed out. So that was <laughs> <laughs> that was romantic. So um anyway, so like then at the end of the movie, she's like they're in this like on this lawn, and then the brother is like talking to the son and is just like, Well, your dad's game is weak. Just kidding, his odds look good. And I was like, look good to what? To get laid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is mm-hmm. His odds are good. Like, it, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, like, that's the only thing that means. And then they're like, well, let's give him some privacy. And then they leave and then they like kiss. And then it cuts back to them and they're all still there just hiding <laughs> behind a wall. Like, yeah. it's insane, which is exactly why in my reels, <laughs> one of the punchlines at the end is often, why don't you kiss me while our entire families watch? Because mm-hmm. it is always happening and they're always just like, silent no dialogue watching them right oh this movie i did not remember that i had to watch this movie because i Mm. have been parenting and parenting will just Mm. give you i have mom brain and i just (laughs) oh my god and i completely forgot until you texted me last night and said what time are we recording tomorrow and it was 11 30 and i was like no Oh my God, I have to watch the movie. I completely forgot and I had to wake up to take the child to school today. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, I have to watch this entire two hour movie. And and there's no way to cut through commercials. I'm going to have to watch <laughs> like loud commercials. So I woke up this morning and was like, did I dream that insane movie? But like, no, I did not. No, your dream would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nope. Like my, nope. like my, nope. like the dream I had the other day that Kanye West invited me over to grandmommy's house and then punched me in the throat. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I was, running, I was running away and down an alley and somebody said, yeah, run with your fat slanty legs. <laughs> and I, and I kept running and then somebody nearby me said, don't call her legs fat. She got a big old belly though. And then I kept I kept running and then I called Richie. None of the spectators said slanty. <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck is slanty? And then I called Richie in the dream and then I realized I had to go back to Grandma's house where Kanye was hosting a dinner party and get and get the <laughs> get the and get the child that I'm in real life in charge of right now. So I went all the way back, risked my risked my throat, and got the child. I was like, we gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god so yeah that i guess that would have been a better movie <laughs> yeah right with your fat slanty legs <laughs> she got a big old belly though <laughs> your, your subconscious is not complicated i and yet it's like that's not like what it i know but we all oh yeah <laughs> You've heard of body dysmorphia. <laughs> now meet whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <clears throat> okay, then. So did you like this movie? No, I didn't really like it. I didn't. That's <laughs> I didn't hate being there um, again because of the, the really the the big sunny bright room really cheered me. <laughs> Honest to God, so I didn't hate being there, but I mean, I just it I just thought it was such a missed opportunity, and I thought it I just it, I didn't think the casting was great. Like if you had put this woman with um, James Denton mm-hmm. from Desperate Housewives and several of these, a oh, good good witch. Mm-hmm. That would have Cherry been, Lane. Yeah, yeah, Cherry, not Cherry Tree Lane. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did. You know, I thought that it was. I thought it was poorly cast. I, I would have loved to have seen more about the mothers and just more of them having fun. I would have. Obviously, we didn't need a dying one. No. But, but but I mean, but the, I think that really detracted from it for me uh, quite a bit. You know, I don't like I don't need to think about the inevitability of death all the time, especially when I'm like watching my light entertainment mm-hmm. and especially not when I'm watching somebody who's vibrant and youthful. And, you know, as my mother gets older, my uncle is in hospice now, mm-hmm. as you know, and, st- you know, it's like it's very sobering and it's very depressing. And, and you know, you it really want- sucks the fun out of it hospice it really does <laughs> well no of course it does but i mean you know what i'm saying it, it's yeah. like the the i didn't need to think about that i wanted to i wanted this to be a world where when i left the movie i was thinking like i said earlier about all of the great you know oh how cute those those mothers getting together for christmas with their now blended family etc 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 so yeah i think that i obviously hated this movie so <laughs> i think that for me the how would you fix it I think that what would have been really fun is what if these two women who didn't need to be the ages that they were like, this could have been the blonde from never been Chris that I always want to recast or Stephanie Mm -hmm. Sly from Santa summit, who I also always want to recast, but Mm -hmm. like it could have been like a young woman too. That would have been fun. But if you wanted to have it be 
the uh, you know this woman this actress that's fine or mm-hmm. her, somebody in her age group it's then it makes sense to have what if both women the mother mm-hmm. and daughter are both going through a divorce at the same time mm-hmm. and then the the younger woman is like you know oh i want to go do this and the older woman is like, I'm just getting ready for act two, you know, and she's kind of got this zest for Mm -hmm. life and she has to kind of teach her younger daughter to have that too. Like that's a more interesting, more complex uh, relationship arc and Mm -hmm. um, story arc for this woman to be having. Not like, Oh, well actually we will all die. Like that's not what our character needed to be reminded of. Maybe she needed Mm -hmm. to be reminded that life is not over because you're the age that you are or because this thing mm-hmm. happened to you because you're divorced now or whatever. I think like- all of us, take your pick and use them all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like use them all because we all have some or all of that going on. You know what I mean? The, that's what you want. You want your viewers to walk away feeling good. Say, that was a good one or I can't wait to, you know, see that next season or whatever. Because it doesn't you know? pull at my heartstrings to have the woman dying either. Like there are, there are ways to you make me feel. You know her well enough to, to yeah, and didn't no. relate. No, there are ways to make me feel sympathetic and, you know, and to, or to make me feel empathetic and to make me feel affected. I love watching movies that have tragedy in them too. But that's not, but, and, and I understand that not all Hallmark movies are meant to be just like, do, 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 cheerful, cheerful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're meant to be more sentimental, but that, mm-hmm. that it doesn't really matter. What would have made me feel more would have mm-hmm. been what I'm suggesting, which is to have a, a woman at that age be just rediscovering herself and the older mom, the older woman, I mean, you know, like mm-hmm. have her being like, I, yeah, I'm just get, I'm gearing up for the next phase of my life and having the daughter be reminded that it's, you know, her mom, if her mom can have that attitude, then she certainly should too. It's a better Mm -hmm. lesson for her to be learning. It's more interesting. And yeah, like, and maybe, you know, when you fill in the end, you know, you're kind of like, you know, or you're feeling when you're, when you're watching and filling in the epilogue, you're kind of like, okay, so these two are going to get together. Maybe they're, maybe the mom and daughter will just somehow, the mom is clearly a citizen of, of Scotland, you know? So it's like, so you can kind of dream up the fact that, Maybe they'll just move there. Maybe the mom and daughter will mm-hmm. move there and the mm-hmm. ma- and the daughter will have this life with him and you know like and, and all you have to do is establish why it would be Yeah, the dad was alive. They they pulled him out of the set of the Sopranos a few times for some appearances, yeah. but he didn't add anything. No, and he didn't need to be dead either. Like it, of course you could mm-hmm. have it be that the 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 mother lost her husband. But again, mm-hmm. if we're just trying to say maybe not so much death, then a divorce mm-hmm. would be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could even have it intercut with some funny scenes of like, you know, her seeing the talking about her dad is, you know, often you know, Palm Springs with his new husband or, you know, like something, something fun and vibrant that like kind of adds to like everybody's out here living and still, still mm-hmm. learning about themselves. It's a more mm-hmm. interesting concept to me. Absolutely. So, and what they could have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but guess I, we're, wanna... I kind of just it, it, like, I guess it was just, as I said, that reminded me of Grace and Frankie and how that mm-hmm. show is about two women who are you know, in their sixties or seventies, but they, Oh, seventies and eighties. Okay. Seventies and eighties, but they don't, but it's not a movie. It's not a show about, about how old they are, even though there are jokes in there about Mm -hmm. that. And it is acknowledging that it's not in denial about it either. It's about two women stage of life in the stage of life that they're in and what's next. Not about what was a huge hit. And they, and you know what, that's, that's also, it's also interesting because, in that show, <clears throat> in that show, anytime one of the women had a, a love interest, it kind of took away from the um, the rhythm of the show. 
Well, yeah, to just sort of ground the um, the action to a halt because suddenly we were thinking about just, oh, God, more of this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah. Peter Gallagher. Okay. Yeah. He, he looks the same and different. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was more interesting to see them doing their real life stuff. So I think maybe there's an appetite for people. We, we are always going to love romance. We're going to love tragic romance. We're going to love romantic comedy, screwball mm-hmm. comedy. All of that, there's a place for everything, but there's also a place that I would like to see explored more about women being happy and having their own things, mm-hmm. you know, things to do, things they're interested in. It's always the man with the shed, the man with the garage, you know, the tools, the workshop. Yeah, the mechanic who's working in the, yeah, it's, unless it's somebody... <laughs> Digging over their parents' garage with all her many, many hideous ornaments. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just nice <laughs> yeah. to it's just nice to see it would have been nice to see this movie be about I'm just gonna keep resaying it, but like it just would have been nice for this movie to be about zest for life and about next chapters and you know, coming acts in your life and the next thing instead of just this weird, morose sort of just like funeral march that it was. Like stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Hey, dumb, dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's that movie. Speaking of dumb, mm. check out our Instagram at <laughs> Nameless Best Friends. Oh, yeah. I don't think we said that on the last one. <laughs> and that brings us to our Instagram. You mm-hmm. can follow us on there for some stuff. Um, and yeah, we're and if you're just if somehow you're like only finding this show and episode because you're just like, God, I got to know more about a Scottish love scheme, and this is your first time here. If we're also covering The Traitors, which is on Peacock, uh, because we cover Hallmark movies, but also other insipid delights. Mm-hmm. And so that is one of our insipid delights that we're covering. So yeah, just stay tuned. We're doing home. We're we're doing all the Hallmark movies, but we're also doing anything else that seems fun. So yep. yeah, just stay tuned. And um, bye, bye. <laughs> Say hi to everybody. Bye bye. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.